Is it recording? You guys see the recording button? I don't see it. Oh. Yes, it's on. It's yeah, on. Okay, cool. We're recording. Hello, everybody watching the uh, live stream and the OIMOP replay. Welcome. I'm going to go ahead and start talking now. So I'm going to talk about YouTube, even for non-YouTubers. That's kind of what I'm gearing this at, but there's a lot of useful stuff if you feel like experimenting with YouTube, of course. And for those listening to the podcast, you can actually go in Slack and, or maybe I'll, I'll, I'll find some other place to put this. I made like a big list of bullet points with everything I'm going to talk through right now. And I'm literally going to fly through these like 10 minutes or less. Uh, I just want to hit the big stuff first, but uh, you can go find this word doc or not even a word doc. It's literally just like a <laughs> text edit document. So the question I really want to talk is how can we all or anybody willing to do this uh, see benefits from YouTube without literally becoming a YouTuber. Like that's not really what I'm talking about. I don't want to like force people to do video. I want to like add a whole nother to-do list to anybody's plate. I just want to like see if there's some, a way we can use YouTube because there are definitely benefits there. All that and not be crappy, <laughs> not give it like the, the whole, like, you know, it's not actually going to be good because we're not spending that much time on it. Like what's the minimal approach to YouTube that could still be effective and valuable. So that's what I'm trying to answer. Number one, I think one has to be willing to experiment. I mean, video is still video, like it or not. And you got to have a little bit of guts to go on camera for anything in life, for sure. But especially with like your blog or your business or whatever, like it's got to be, you got to be a little willing to experiment with things. That's number one. Number two, here is my own personal list of what you would need. A YouTube account, a free version of TubeBuddy. TubeBuddy is a Google Chrome plugin that is really like a plugin for YouTube. Like it's a Chrome extension you install and I've never ever paid for it. The free version is great. And it's just basic stuff to make your life, like everything else on this document that I'm looking at that I'm about to talk about, it just makes it easier. You can create templates. There's like a one-click button where you can just like import your last videos, like end screens, so you don't have to do it every time. And there's a little bit of cure. It just makes things easier and fast. TubeBuddy. TubeBuddy. There's another one out there. Uh, I don't really use all. I think there's several of them. But TubeBuddy, I think, is one of the bigger ones. And it has a great free version. Obviously, you'll need a video camera, a webcam, or a smartphone. And some sort of simple editing app. There are tons of free ones out there. There's a really great one called Splice for smartphones. I don't know if it's on Android, but I know it's on uh, iPhone. And even that, no titles, no graphics, no intros, no underlying music. I don't really actually, I don't actually think that's needed as much as we think it is. So some sort of editing app that can do like simple cuts. Like I'm literally going to chop off the first five seconds when I'm fumbling with my phone and setting the camera up or the last five seconds, first five seconds, whatever, just like cutting out a little bit. Okay, so before I go into the next steps, I will also say that in my opinion, which is not professional, but in my opinion, YouTube, SEO, keywords, algorithms, all that stuff is a little bit like Google SEO seven or eight years ago. Like it was a little more Yoast. It was a little more like include keywords in the first sentence. It was a little, just a little easier, a little bit like you're dealing with a robot algorithm and not like a super human, uh, you know, AI machine learning <laughs> Google algorithm. It's less like that. It's more like old school SEO, just my opinion. So that said, here we go. Number three on my list here is, first of all, you fill out your name, 
and your profile image and you make it on brand and then you leave it and then you leave it some more for another couple of months and then you leave it some more for a couple of months just so people will recognize it. Your little, I say the same thing to people all the time on Twitter. Get your profile image set and then try and leave it as long as humanly possible so people will just recognize it every time they see your name and your profile. I also suggest including like Pete McPherson dash do you even blog or Raina dash super awesome coach. Like try and get like a little bit of name if you're comfortable with that. If you're not anonymous, that is. Else just use your blog name. Number four, fill out your channel page. It's kind of like your homepage. Uh, this is basically what new subscribers will go to especially, but returning subscribers sometimes go there. It takes two minutes to do this and then you're done. You don't have to touch this again for a long time. You can if you want to, but you don't have to. Uh, you can literally just add like one of your more popular videos, or if you don't have that many, just choose like your most recent one. And you can make it like the featured video. It's super easy. It's a little drop down menu. You can click it. You can go Google where to find this. I could show you right now, but that that'd take a little bit too much time. Uh, and then just set that and then done. Just leave it. Under that, you can create different sections. You can show some of your playlists. You can show recent uploads. You can do all sorts of stuff. You can do whatever you want. But the one I think most people would just put up right now is like top videos, popular videos. That's literally one of the things you can just select. You select it and you're done. YouTube will show your top videos there and you can put whatever else you want, but that's really the big stuff. So fill out your channel page and that's it. You're just done. You leave it there. Uh, I'm actually going to skip this one and come back to keyword research. Actually, no, I'm not. I'll just go through it right now. Keyword research on YouTube looks like just typing in your topic and seeing what pops up in the search bar. Kind of like if you're doing a little bit of Pinterest marketing, you just type right there in the search bar and it's actually pretty good at returning the most searched for stuff first. I'll say that again. Built-in search bar is really good at returning the most searched for stuff first. And if you're using the free version of TubeBuddy, you'll actually, whenever you search for anything on YouTube, you'll see a big button that says like, get keyword data. And it'll give you a score. It'll say like competition, uh, search volume. It's super rough estimates. You can't exactly count on it, but it's a pretty good idea. You'll know if something's like, Literally no one's searching for this or everybody in the sun is like trying to rank for this. So that's how you get some keywords. I don't recommend super long tail stuff, just like two to four words, something like that. Again, kind of like SEO was like five or six years ago, like it was a little bit more geared towards robots and geared towards algorithms. <laughs> it's a little bit more important to like put your keywords here and there. No keyword stuff, but just make sure they're there. It works. Uh, includes keywords directly in your title. Highly recommend that. And also, YouTube is a little bit more, you got to be clickbaity. It's kind of like Pinterest in this regard. So if you want to use like all caps, you go to my YouTube channel. You can see I like to use caps. Just, it draws attention. What do you want from me? I like to yell via the internet. Uh, all caps or, you know, brackets and parentheses. I have that somewhere down here. That's super effective. Using numbers, super effective. Stuff that draws attention and a, a little clickbaity, if I'll be honest with you. Uh, try to make the rest of your title Benefit-driven, curiosity-driven, like, ooh, what's going to happen? Or personal, like, use the word I. I figured this out. I did this. Here's what I learned about XYZ. YouTube is much more personal in this regard. Uh, keywords, first line of your description. I literally just, a bunch of people do this, actually. I'll just copy and paste my title into the first sentence of the description. And then I write the rest of the description. Speaking of which, I would generally suggest maybe two to three more sentences of... 
excuse me, an actual description, i.e. like what the video is going to cover, what they're going to learn, that sort of stuff. And then I also create a template with, it's just copy and paste. In fact, I'll show you. Keep watching this document. I'm going to type the words dot YTX, and it's going to spit in my template for YouTube. There it is. I just like copied and pasted in with four <laughs> button clicks right there. Uh, related post on my site, some affiliate links for my podcasting tools and blogging tools. I got a like step-by-step, like how to follow me and be a loyal follower. Number one, subscribe to my channel. Number two, check out my free guides to build the email list. Number three, subscribe to my podcast. Number four, social links. And I always have my affiliate disclosure down at the bottom. And most importantly, I, I ask people to subscribe. This is actually the next point on my thing. Grab your, oh, it's down below. Grab your subscribe link. If you actually link to your channel, youtube.com slash blah, blah, blah. And then you have like a question mark sub underscore confirmation equals one. Like no one's ever going to remember that. But if you actually give people that link, it will automatically bring up the subscribe button. That's pretty cool. So I link to that at the top of every one of my descriptions. And the most important part is linking people to other videos. So let me delete this. Come back here. Yep. All right. So we're, we're nearing the end. I know I'm talking fast and I'm covering a lot, but I just really want to get through this. So tags, they are important. There's like a bunch of YouTubers saying like, oh, it's not going to rank your videos. No, it's not going to rank your videos, but it will tell YouTube what your videos are about. So just, and it's super easy. It takes five seconds. It's a joke. Include tags with keywords and or variations of the keywords. And again, if you're using TubeBuddy, even the free version, it's super easy. Like whenever you upload a video, the TubeBuddy pops up with like a bunch of suggestions and you just click them. That's great. It's super easy. Titles and thumbnails are easily where you should spend your time. If you're going to be spending a little bit more time on YouTube, I mean, maybe the content of the video, we'll talk about that in a second. But in general, the titles and the thumbnails are everything. All the YouTubers say this and they're absolutely right. Uh, titles, parentheses, like we said, brackets and thumbnails, arouse curiosity. Did I spell arouse correctly? It does not look right on my screen. I don't know if that's how you spell arouse or not. Anyways, uh, titles, clickbaity, do that. Thumbnails, uh, also super important. Showing your face, if you are you know, not anonymous, is really valuable. And especially if you can elicit some emotion. It's so silly. It looks a little corny because a lot of YouTubers do this, but it works. I don't know why. It really just does. It works. Emotion is key. Here are a few formulas that I'm straight up, uh, straight up stealing from, I think, Darren Eves. Daryl Eves, sorry. Uh, emotional face plus object, like the object of your video. If you're eating a 25-pound hamburger, show your face looking at the 25-pound hamburger. Emotional face plus object. Formula number two, this choice or that choice, like a red X versus a green circle. If you imagine a YouTube thumbnail split down the middle, the left side is like a no version. Like you're going to literally put a red X on there and the right side might be like the yes version. For example, tomorrow's video on my channel is blogging and podcasting. Like is podcasting the new blogging? Should you be a blogger or should you be podcasting? And I haven't done my thumbnail yet, but I'm thinking about doing like a line down the middle and on one side, it's going to be like black and white image blogging. I'm going to be sitting at my computer. The other side is going to be like a color image and it's going to show my microphone. And I don't know, that's this choice or that choice. Another formula, very, very similar, logical progression, progression, excuse me. Step one, step two, and step three. Like 
if you're going to teach somebody how to budget, you might have like three panes in your thumbnail image that is like step one is like the person who knows nothing about money. Maybe, maybe somebody's like burning money. I don't know. You could probably find like a, a stock photo of this or something. And number two would be like you holding like a couple of $1 bills. And then pain three would be like you holding like a fat stack of twenties or something like that. Like a logical progression, step one, step two, step three, like literally visually shown. Uh, that's more work that goes into that one. So I don't do that one a whole lot. Uh, last one before and after it's so easy. Like, the same thing, except only like two sides again, like a before and after pick. You could just have somebody holding up a few $1 bills if you're in finance. And the other half of the thumbnail is like you holding up the fat stack of 20 or something like that. And then text overlays. You don't actually need to put keywords. Like if I'm doing blogging and podcasting, I'm actually not going to put blogging and podcasting like title over my thing. I, I'll put some sort of text that adds context to the video. Um, like which is better? I think I even have one. That might even be one of the ones I created. Like literally, which is better? Question mark is the text on my image. Uh, okay, last part. Watch time. Actually, talking about the content. We've talked about YouTube. We haven't talked about the content. Watch time and click through rate are everything. Click through rate is exactly what we just talked about. Click through rate is increased by thumbnails and titles. Watch time. This is hard. I'm not going to go into it a whole lot right now, but you want to keep people watching your videos. And so you should be very intentional about creating playlists, creating your content before you even shoot your video. I wrote this down here. Know what the title is going to be. Know what the thumbnail is going to look like. And then know what other videos you're going to uh, plug. Basically, you're going to like mention them in the video or at the end of the video, be like, and if you enjoyed this video, you might also check out this other video that I have and this other video I have. You're really just trying to increase watch time, watch time, watch time, watch time. It's the single best metric for growth on YouTube period. Uh, in other words, be intentional about watch time. Uh, I would say things not to worry about. I'm going to skip down here a little bit. Stumbling with your words getting a tripod, making sure the video is absolutely perfect. <laughs> I don't write this down here. Stumbling with your words. I know that's easier said than done. I know it's not easy to pick up a camera and just boom, bang out 15 minutes. Video. I, I know it's not that easy. I know. But, but, but try. Uh, I'm trying to preach myself to try and do the same thing. Um, I would not worry about making things short and snappy except for the intro. The first 15 seconds. The first 15 seconds are absolutely crucial. If you're going to spend much time, like really worrying about the YouTubiness of it, you know what I mean? Like effects or cuts or fast pace or, you know, doing multiple takes to just to get it right or whatever, do that for the first 15 seconds. It's absolutely crucial and no fancy intros or graphics needed. Just get right to the point today. I'm going to teach you how to blah, blah, blah. Step number one, boom like in, like less than five seconds right there. Uh, be quick, tease what they're going to get out of the video. Like today, I'm going to teach you blah, 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 through blah, blah, blah. Like tell them the end result. Tell them the end benefit right up front. The first like five to 15 seconds are absolutely crucial. Other than that, just deliver content, really. And I put this down here. Link to your blog posts from your description. Like in YouTube, the YouTube description, you can link to your like related blog posts and vice versa, vice versa, excuse me. If you have a blog post on this topic, embed the video high up in your posts, like within the first, like scroll down at least. I think that's all I got. 
I'll tell you what, I'm going to continue recording. I'm going to stop sharing my screen now. Uh, does anybody, oh, poor Terry. Terry's been in the waiting room. Hashtag Zoom. I need to like redo the Zoom call. Poor Terry. Oh, so sorry, man. Okay. Does anybody have questions that they would like to ask? I uh, say publicly. <laughs> There's only like 106 people in online impact. Only like 50 of them download the podcast. But does anybody have any questions on YouTube? If not, I'll just end the call. Pete, uh, how do you, uh, before you record, um, how do you script your videos? Like, do you outline? Do you do word for word? Great question. So I created a little template. It's actually, I think it's actually a PDF. I use it in an app called Notability on my phone and on my iPad. It's like a note-taking app. I think it's just a PDF, though. I made a script uh, or an outline template that has a few things on it. The very first thing is what's the hook of the video? Like, and I literally write it in, I hand write it in, but that part is like typed out. I made this on a PDF and I'm going to actually create a course in online impact that has this. Um, but it says like, what is the, what's the hook of the video? Like what's it about in one sentence? And I write it out before I do anything. And then I write down, who's it for? Like who's the, the specific audience for this video? It's, people who might be thinking about starting a podcast. Uh, and then I'll write down what's the outcome, what's the challenges, like, or, or the happy ending, the desires, like what's the best case scenario, what do they really want out of this topic or out of this video? And then what's the problem, what's the challenge, what's the roadblock, what's the barriers in the way that they need to overcome? Uh, and after I do that, that's just like, that's like, it's literally the first page on my template. On the second page is generally where I do an outline. I don't do any scripting whatsoever. Actually, I have done some scripting for the first 15 seconds. <laughs> Sometimes I literally write that out and I don't read it, but I'll like look at it and like memorize it just so I can nail like the first 15 seconds. and don't ramble, which let's be honest, I never do anyways, but better safe than sorry. Uh, and then I just do the outline like bullet points. And I love the iPad because I literally move stuff around. I can't stand paper because I'm, I'm constantly like scratching things out. I'll be like, oh, I wish I wrote this up here. I will do the outline. For me, it usually takes, you know, 20 minutes, 20 to 30 these days. Um, if YouTube was not my primary strategy, I would probably do even less. I would probably just, my videos would be shorter, but I would literally just try and get like a five bullet point outline of like the very broad topics. And then I'd, I'd probably just breeze through them. Hopefully that answers your question. Anybody else? Okay. Cool. Hey, Pete, I got one. Okay. What you got? Uh, what is your thoughts about doing something entertaining in, in interspersed with uh, service content? You know, I, I see some guys on YouTube, not the really caricature people, but yeah. they try, they do something a little bit off kilter once in a while to try to keep their audience juiced. What do you think about that? I love it personally. Um, I love it because I like being clever and I generally enjoy people being clever. But I've had this argument before with my friend Nick. My friend Nick was like, stop. Don't do that. Get straight to the point, especially in the first like minute of the video. And if you want to be clever after that and or add some of your, add a, a, a joke or something slightly unrelated or, or whatever, then go for it. But he's like, in your first minute of the video, just don't do it. 
people are going to leave. Like nobody knows you. Nobody knows Bruce. No one cares. Um, I, again, I actually don't believe that. I love watching YouTubers who basically just entertain me. <laughs> if they try and teach me something too, that's great, but entertain me. Um, but every time I try and do something like that, that's like a little bit too clever, a little bit too Pete, people drop off. Like my user retention just drops. People just leave. It's crazy. So my personal opinion and recommendation is probably like first 60 seconds, straight business. Uh, what's the what's the mullet thing? Business up front, party in the back. That's your YouTube videos. Business in the first minute, party in the back. That's a good question. Thank you, Bruce. All right, I'm actually going to stop recording, and then we're going to chat about other stuff or whatever. But thank you for coming live. Yeah, there's like 30 of you on this call. It's insane. Um, and for anybody listening on the replay, thank you for listening as well. We'll see you in Slack. Let me know if you need anything. And that's all I got. Adios.